Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler season with us. New cards. Welcome to episode three of Spoiler Season, uh, brought to you by uh, New England Comics. Uh, check them out at Facebook, NEC Coolidge, and Flipside Gaming. Check them out at flipsidegaming.com. Today, we ha- you might have heard a uh, particularly uh, illustrious voice, vibrant, starting us, vibrant voice, starting us off. I listen. Uh, that's, yeah, yeah. See, he's a listener, long-time listener, first time, yeah. So, um, viewer, even. V- viewer, viewer, that's right, he's a with viewer. With his ears, yes. He's a viewer with his ears. Um, so, Brian, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are. I mean, I, I guess I could. You said brought to you by New England Comics. I work at New England Comics, and that's how I know you guys. Uh, I run Magic Tournaments there. We have pre-release coming off a few weeks. Really excited about that. And I love talking about new Magic cards when they come out. Awesome. You know, this is like the most exciting time of year. Yeah. There's new cards, and there's not like some stale meta, and they're like, oh, I have to play against that tech again. <laughs> it's just new exciting things. Like, oh, what can you brew? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. The most exciting four times a year. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So uh, we're going to start off, Brian, one member of the Gatewatch to kill. Who do you want to see die? <laughs> I think, I don't know if I want Jace to die, but I'd like for there to be another blue planeswalker. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. With what sorts of characteristics? Not obnoxious? No. <laughs> it, it's tough because like one of the things they started doing a couple years ago is tried to flesh out the mechanical characteristics of the planeswalkers. Mm. So, like, Nyssa almost always animates lands. Yeah. Gideon always turns into a creature. Liliana always does something graveyard or reanimation related. And Jace just kind of gets everything blue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He gets illusions. He gets, like, you know, shrinking creatures, power. He gets drawing. He gets bouncing. Mm. So, I don't know. I, I feel like there had already been too many Jaces by the time they made that decision that they couldn't focus him in on anything. Yeah. But maybe they can try to do that in the future and, like, you know, give him half of that and have a different Blue Planeswalker to get the other half. Sure. That makes sense. I'm bored with that. Uh, second question. You get to open one invocation at pre-release. Which is it? I think the best-looking invocation is Mind Twist. Okay. That's what Katie thought, too. Mind Twist is the... Oh, that's the yeah. coming out of the sand. Yeah. Coming out of the that sand, so eating cool. his head. Yeah. yeah. My, I mean, Daze looks really sweet, too. I, like, I think Daze looks really great. Yeah, Daze is my favorite. Excellent. Well, with that uh, wonderful introduction, we'll jump right into the cards. So we're going to start off with uh, the blue bird god that we've got today. Bird god. I will mention up front, we sort of have two control mages here uh, in Ryan and Brian. Um, What? So so I think they're going to take the lead on this god. Anyone with Ryan in their name has to play control? Based on these data points. Way to put us in a box, Katie. (laughs) So this is Kefnet the Careful. <clears throat> bird god. It's the current translation. <laughs> I bird eat god. Bird god. Yeah. It is blue two, uh, legendary creature god, uh, flying indestructible. Kefnet the Careful can't attack or block unless you have seven or more cards in hand. You can pay blue three to draw a card. Then you may return a land you control to its owner's hand, and it's a five five. So Brian starts off. What do you think? The gods are all indestructible. They all have a keyword. Blue has flying. That makes sense. I think after the red one came out and had the one or fewer cards in hand, a lot of people were guessing the blue one was going to even have a lot of cards in hand, and it is. And that's something that, I mean, in limited especially, you're not always going to be able to accomplish. Right. Because sometimes, you know, you've got nothing and you top deck this, and you're like, wow, I'm really far away from (laughs) it doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Uh, then it's just a card draw engine. Yeah, so the ability... You know, doesn't catch you up when you're behind, probably, but the ability's right. super good. Yeah, and I think in a, a board stall unlimited, this is like definitely a great mana sink uh, mm-hmm. to, to just draw more cards. Great way to do that. Yeah, it's the world's best Azure Mage. Sure, you guys remember Azure Mage? I do. No, it was, it's a yeah. two mana two one that has four mana draw card. It was in Mud oh, okay. Masters, the recent one. Yeah, it did get oh. reprinted yeah. in Mud okay. But presumably didn't have indestructible <laughs> flying and the potential to be a large, <laughs> large creature. Yeah, and it wasn't a 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, so this is, this is pretty good. I mean, and it's only for one more mana than that, so that sounds pretty good. One thing that I also like yes, about... it's definitely aggressively costed. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, kind of like Thassa, mm-hmm. right? It draws comparisons to Thassa, mm-hmm. same yeah. mana cost, same power toughness rate, uh, ratio. Um, uh, one of the things that I like about Kefnet is... That given that the gods are indestructible, one of the ways, common ways to deal with them is Grasp of Darkness. And Kefnet does dodge mm-hmm. Grasp of Darkness, unlike the Red God, uh, which is nice. Because right now, uh, Grasp, I think, is the most played answer and standard to the gods. Uh, that is That, that deck's yeah. naturally play. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a nice thing. Although we're going to be talking about another answer today that was spoiled, which I think is super good. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. playing. 
And I personally have my eyes still on Stasis Snare. I don't know if that's too expensive or if we're not going to see a white enough deck for that. But from my days of playing Blue-White Flash, Stasis Snare was huge in that. Yeah. Some Mardu decks have been been sideboarding <clears throat> it in. Um, but I do think that the double white is a constraint that can be tough on a lot of decks which are trying to go three or four colors. Yeah, definitely. Well, so definitely uh, flying is also a great keyword Absolutely. to have. Absolutely. Yeah. For a big creature that's indestructible, so your opponent can't just be chump blocking it all day. Yeah. In this is, circumstances. Yeah, it's able to fly over the Gideon token, kill Gideon. It blocks Heart of Kirin. Even a pumped Heart of Kirin, it still kills um, with, you know, if you're yeah. playing veteran motorists. Um, and so I, I really like it. I think it's standard. It will be played. I don't know what deck it will be played in. We'll find out, and we'll see if the, what kind of meta adapts to that. Some people have been talking about this in modern. I do not like it in modern. Um, I don't think that... I think that taking turn three to play this, and then, you know, like, it dies to path, and it... I don't know. I don't think it's good. I think there's just better cards yeah, to play. Yeah, it's pretty slow in modern. Um, I like it a lot for commander. Sure. Mm. That's a Definitely format. Definitely as a mana sink. That's yeah. a format um, there, yeah. We don't know much about, so yeah. feel free to <clears throat> command yeah, I mean, to chime in. Really, any legendary creature, it, you should at least think about, hmm, maybe this is good in commander. Yeah. And maybe that's why they set it up the way they did. I think the gods in general, I'm sure they designed these being cognizant that they're legendary creatures, people are going to want to try them as commanders. And the Theros gods can actually be really annoying commanders because there's so few ways to deal with indestructible enchantments. Sure. Especially in, you know, certain colors. Um, yeah. But indestructible creatures are a little bit easier to deal with. Sure. So I, I'm looking forward to trying this card out in uh, in standard. Certainly in control decks, mm -hmm. uh, but also I think that this thing could have a place almost in a similar role to... Like, if you think back to the uh, role that Thassa played, right, in standard, was Mono Blue Devotion where it was a deck that had a lot of creatures in it, and I could see there being some kind of, like, in blue-white flash, for example, where you're able to play this and then leave up the mana and the option of instant speed turning this on, mm -hmm. and then they therefore don't attack you, which then gives you the opportunity to deploy Avacyn, right? Which was blue-white flash's whole thing, is I'm going to leave up mana, and then when you don't do anything, I will then advance my board anyways. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that a deck like blue-white flash would really like this card. I think it's also uh, pretty relevant in standard that these are creatures all the time. Yeah, definitely. So that they can still crew vehicles. Right, absolutely. Like, as opposed to the Theros gods weren't creatures Yeah. when you didn't have the devotion. So they yeah. couldn't do anything creature-y. They definitely. can also fight. Right. Like, you have a fight spell unlimited. You have a 5-5 five, five indestructible. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. So yeah. If you can't attack, you can still Ooh. fight something. Just kills everything. That. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, um, but it does also open them up to, like, to the removal that you were talking right. about. If you have a grasp and a minus one, minus one counter. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and the minus minus counters super are relevant. definitely pretty relevant yeah. in yeah. limited against these. Yeah, even in standard, depending on what decks emerge from this. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know how easy it's going to be to get five minus one minus <laughs> one counters, <laughs> but even just one or two, you know, makes it smaller and makes right. it a much slower clock. Right. right, it makes it so that you're much less interested in uh, using it as a creature than you are as using it as just an ability to draw right. extra cards. Right. Cool. So, uh, moving on from Bird God, we have uh, a card that I'm pretty excited about, Cast Out. Uh, white 3, Enchantment, with Flash. When it enters the battlefield, exile target permanent and opponent controls until Cast Out leaves the battlefield, and it has cycling for a single white. I will clarify, it is non-land permanent. Thank you. That, uh, yeah. Per yeah, permanent would be even better. Yeah. Uh, you can see, though, that they built this with Emrakul in mind. Uh, you know, <laughs> opponent controls, so they cannot Emrakul it away from you. Uh, may Emrakul rest in peace. Mm -hmm. um, so this is this is great. The immediate comparison for me, so some people have said, oh, this is like Stasis Snare. Um, to me, this is a lot closer to Utter End, which is an instant speed exile effect. Uh, this, for four mana, uh, it cycles itself away and replaces a card, which is great. Um, it has the single white instead of the double white. Um, it hits planeswalkers, it hits vehicles, it hits creatures, it hits enchantments, it hits everything. Um, so I, I love this. This is the kind of flexible answer I've been saying that we need more of in standard. I mean, I, I really just think of this as Flash Oblivion Ring. Sure. Because it does have that drawback that if your opponent has a way to get rid of it, they yeah. get their stuff back. Definitely. You know, yeah. so it's not exactly doing for you what Utter End does, which is right. just gone forever. Right. right. But it has the upside that you are able to cycle it, um, whereas yeah. Utter End was, was sometimes just dead. Yeah. Right, yeah, the cycling, and cycling of only one mana. So good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very cheap. Though I, I can't imagine there are that many circumstances where there's nothing on the board you want to get rid of. No, but you can imagine a, a game where you draw your hand and your hand is kind of on the line, but because like, like, oh, mm -hmm. cast out's expensive, but like on turn two, if I don't have a play, I can play a three-bit inspector and I can cycle this. Like, yeah. yeah. Really good. Really yeah, good. it's definitely sometimes you just like say, oh, I really want to hit my next land drop and you right. cycle away a card. Yeah. yeah. And also 
kind of cutting into the next card, and what I mentioned earlier to you guys is that I think uh, some of the cycling cards you talked about in the last couple episodes, Renewed Faith in particular, I think maybe are a little better than you've been talking about. Sure. Because, next card, there are things that reward you for cycling. Right, right. There's a lot of good synergies, particularly in Limited, that mm -hmm. will allow you to, to take advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, last thing oh. for cycling, for mm -hmm. cast out, it might not end up being relevant, but um, this does put an enchantment into yeah. your graveyard while drawing you a card, which is relevant for Delirium. Mm-hmm. Relevant for casting your Emrakul. Yeah, totally. Cast anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited to Emrakul out, uh, and, and be, I'm just going to be like, oh, put a die next to my deck when I'm playing, and still keep track of card types, and be like, oh, I have six card types now? Uh, and then count my lands and just be like, yes, out. one more turn. Yeah, you're probably also that person who like keeps a storm count. Storm like. count, yeah, just pull out the storm counter. Be like, uh, storm count is three, uh, pass mm -hmm. the turn. Or you really want to get them, do it on your opponent's turn. They they start casting spells and just pull out your storm counter and be like, storm one. Yeah, you storm might be two. playing cluster storm. You they don't know. You don't know. You don't know what's going on. It's not one of the, if it was an invocation, I would totally do that. I would totally <laughs> do that. That would be great. Um, I'm kind of surprised they didn't make Flusterstorm. Yeah, Flusterstorm would be a great invocation. And, and they're Fluster, all counterspells. Flusterstorm's actually a spell that, like a card that uh, has not been reprinted. Right. And is pretty expensive. Right. So that's, I think people would be happy if they got reprinted. Yeah. Definitely. There's another set of invocations coming out. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. That's still true. Be on the yeah. list. Yeah. You can still get like five more counterspells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there aren't enough already. Right. Maybe one more green card. Maybe there'll be some green cards. We don't want to stretch you. it, but I think one is reasonable. Oh, okay. Thanks. That's that very that generous. Oh, technically, yeah. there's two green invocations. That's true. Yeah, there's the... And yeah. the green god. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. Excellent. Do you want to introduce Drakehaven? Yeah, sure. So, as I sort of mentioned a minute ago, this is a card that rewards you for cycling. So, it's an enchantment for two and a blue. Uh, whenever you cycle or discard a card, you may pay one generic. If you do, create a 2-2 two -two blue Drake creature token with flying. I think this is good. I think this is so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This, to me, this is like the appropriately costed Metallurgic Summonings. Uh, where, like, if you can find a deck that, like, will be cycling, not going out of its way to cycle, the ability to just kind of spam 2-2s is great. If you have a, a blue deck that's going to be discarding stuff a lot, just spamming drakes is great. I don't know that a deck like Blue-Red Emerge would want this because it's kind of awkward and, like, you're, you're tending to play your stuff at instant speed. But, you know, Tormenting Voice um, and uh, Cathartic Reunion and the zombies that discard stuff, like, you're getting a lot of drakes if you play this card out. Mm -hmm. um, and Limited, I think it's, like, very good. If, I, if I would take this first in Limited and then just take all the cycling cards I can. Yeah, so I think it's interesting if they chose to say cycle or discard. Yeah. In, like, they could have just said cycle, and then it wouldn't play as well with a lot of the Shadows of Ernestrod stuff. Right. They could have just said whenever you discard a card... But then, I guess, people wouldn't always realize that that gets right. triggered by cycling. Yeah. So they chose to kind of spell it out. Oh, it was... does? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so cycling. is new. I've never played with it. Here. So... Cycling. Yeah, I mean, I guess Pay you discard it. Pay the cost and it. discard it. Yeah. The effect is draw. Oh, I was so really thinking part of, of the them cost. as very separate. Right. So <laughs> Mara made a post about this on Blogatog uh, yesterday where he said that in testing, they, they ended up changing the wording because they found that players weren't recognizing that cycle mm -hmm. was... Counted as discard. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be me. Well, I'm very glad that they included both. I was like, wow, this is so much better because it includes two ways to trigger yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Th there's sometimes there's another example I can't think of right now, but there's some times when word uh, cards get like extra wording that's not really necessary yeah. just because they realize people don't always understand the like most condensed rules version Definitely. of it. Yeah. And this card being it uncommon, like you can ex oh no, it's at rare. It's, it's at rare. rare. Yeah. Never mind. I was gonna say you can expect <laughs> to see it, but. So what? Uh, this card, the demon, has the same sort of trigger. I wouldn't be shocked if there's an uncommon that has yeah. this trigger like this, yeah. too. Uh, especially because, you know, they always say, like, if you want your theme to be a theme, it needs to be a theme in common. And yeah. we're seeing common cards with cycling, um, and I'm sure that they'll put one of these uh, triggers at, at common as well, or uncommon at the very least. Yeah, um, yeah it, it definitely seems like an uncommon build around Yeah, for limited, like, oh, I'm going to take this, you know cycling build around card and then just draft all the cycling stuff definitely yeah. i will be doing that when oh, yeah. i mean rare occasion i draft so, <laughs> so renewed with this out your renewed faith is two into white draw a card gain two life get a two two flyer yeah that's very strong yeah very strong um and you know you can draft this alongside the other three mana uh you know the the scarab nest uh depending on what <laughs> colors you're in um nest of scarabs i i forget what it's called already <laughs> But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of synergy for that kind of stuff, which seems mm -hmm. seems great. And I thought I had one more thing about this. Uh, oh yeah, 
And the, the nice thing is, uh, like Brian was saying, it's, it's, it's in addition to whatever the card is already doing, right? Mm -hmm. Which was, to me, right. the appeal of Metallurgic Summonings when we saw that was, oh, now Glimmer of Genius makes a 4-4 in addition to doing something I already want to do. Um, but the problem with Metallurgic Summonings is just the cost, is if you can't take turn 5 off right. and not do anything. Um, right. I think turn 3 is much more reasonable to take off. You can just right. do a do-nothing on turn 3 and then on turn 4 do something powerful. On the other hand, Metallurgic Summonings is really a one-time investment, and then you just cast your spells. This one, you have to always have that extra mana in order to get the benefit. Yeah, it does tax you a little bit, but cycling is kind of is so cheap already that I don't think of right. it as significant of a cost, um, particularly because some of the cycling cards we've seen so far, in addition to drawing, have a, a weak ability, and now that weak mm -hmm. ability is tacked right. on with a 2-2 body. I would yeah. also be really curious if uh, how much drakes matter in this set. Yeah, hmm. you know, drakes, demons, dragons. Yeah, but I don't think there's ever been a drake lord in Magic. Oh, uh, yeah, the closest we had was the the blue, blue two creature that made drakes. Talrand. Talrand, yeah, yeah, and he didn't pump them at all. He wasn't right, lord, he just makes them. Just so it'd be interesting, you know, if there's like, you know, a rare or maybe even an uncommon or something in this set or the next one that's like drakes you control get plus one, plus one. Oh, then this would get even <sighs> yeah. better. Yeah, that would yeah. be really good. I mean, really already, good. I mean, I'm excited that these are two, two flyings because, again, all the minus one, minus one counters mm -hmm. flying around and, like, that's a pretty sizable. This could do some work in the yeah. air. Two yeah. two is a, definitely a, a decent body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two two flyers are really very real clock. Although it does kind of depend like what sort of flying creatures are in the format. Sure, There's right. a lot of like one three flyers. <laughs> Spell caller two three. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Limited in limited too. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And green creatures with reach. If you have the like spiders yeah, spider. at common that are one threes or whatever, but yeah. Or giant spiders are two. Four. Giant spiders two four. Yeah. He's back. He's giant. Giant butt. Yeah. Uh, so Katie, what's our next card? Next card is Temet, oh dear, Vizier of Nactamum. Of, of what was that? I couldn't hear you, sorry. Nactamum? Nactamun, okay, okay. Yeah. Do you want, uh, how would you pronounce it? Temet Vizier of Nactamun? Yeah, I would say oh. Nactamun. Uh, yeah. Well, but who knows? You can ask the text to speech if you need to. It's true, <laughs> it's true. We could check with them. Um, but you would do want to be careful because if you knock the moon too hard, Emrakul might fall out. All right, we're going to ignore that. So moving away from cycling discard, we're going to go back to the uh, zombie theme here. This is a blue-white legendary creature, 2-2. Two, two. At the beginning of combat on your turn, target creature token you control gains plus one, plus one till end of turn and can't be blocked this turn. You can embalm it for uh, three blue-white. This seems like the embalm lord, <laughs> like the rare embalm lord-ish. Um, though yeah. to make your make your scarab spider insect things. Yeah, that's true. Any token. That's yeah. right. Oh, the, yeah. it's a Drake Lord. <clears throat> we did it. We found the Drake Lord. Uh, well, I mean that only lord, <laughs> that it's only lords up one Drake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that only one Drake, one Drake a turn. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah target. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. He's very expensive to embalm, but at baseline he's two for two two, which is a fine. It's rate. a really good rate. It's yeah, a yeah. bear with mm -hmm. a really. Pretty good upside, yeah, yeah, yeah. given very the good amount upside. of the bomb. Yeah. Um, Plus, non-embalm. Right, like the yeah. scarabs and the yeah. drakes. Like anything that makes tokens. Yep. Benefit. Yeah, he's very expensive to embalm himself, but... <laughs> I think still worth it. Like, I yeah. would totally embalm this guy back. So, and then he's a um, token himself and just... Or does it say another cheater? No, no, target no yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. The, target when you embalm him back, he can't yeah. target himself. I don't know if you guys read the uh, development article today, but... No. Yeah, so uh, Dave Humphreys, uh, lead developer, actually was talking about this card. This is their top-down King Tut card. Ah, oh, okay. Oh. Nice. So it's the young king who is later sure. a mummy. Sure. Uh, but they also, <laughs> talking about the Embalm mechanic, um, said that almost every Embalm card, the Embalm cost is pretty expensive. Sure. Yeah. Because that's just an added bonus. Sure. Right. Right? Like, if you ever... I guess you guys didn't really draft Return to Ravnica. Uh, but anyone, not so much, no. Yeah, but anyone who did, there was a mechanic scavenge in that. Yeah. Right? At which, I remember Scavenge. Yeah, you could bring the creature, exile it from your graveyard, and put plus one, plus one counters on another creature in play. And uh, Scavenge was always pretty expensive. Right. And people kind of underrated it at first. Like, oh, Scavenge costs seven, man, whatever. But like, okay, it's a 3-3 three, three for three. Right. You so know, it's a you good would play that, and there's a bonus for yeah. late in the game after it dies. Yeah. Um, and so this guy seems pretty strong. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. And they did say that most of uh, the Embalm cards are in... Blue and white, mm -hmm. uh, and the only color that doesn't have any is black, uh, yeah, which makes sense. Because black has <laughs> yeah. other zombies. Right, yeah. and it would be weird to make a, a black creature into a white mummy, uh, yeah. given the flavor of the set of white zombie. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what do you think of this for Constructed? Nah. Okay. 
That's uh, kind of, I mean, I don't know. The FNM promo this month is Servo Expedition or Servo mm. Exhibition. Mm. So this, this guy works with any servos. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this goes into your, you know, Metallic Mimic uh, <laughs> animation module servo combo deck too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that you one. Know, that's that doing deck so that well. you have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that right now the format is not conducive to a card like this, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Formats change. I'll, I'll point out also. This is a legendary creature. Um, right. It has relevant types, human cleric. Uh, there's still some human tribal stuff from Innistrad floating around. I don't know if blue-white is what you would want to do, but yeah. you could. And yeah. it's a legendary creature. You could build a commander deck around it. That's true. Commander. And there you go. could be human tribal or cleric tribal yeah. if you wanted to. I'm sorry I mean, There's a lot of good clerics you, in blue and white. <laughs> We've neglected you, commander, for so long. But Brian is here to make yeah. sure that you get the attention that you deserve. I would guess, possibly, that this idea of having a two-mana blue-white Legendary creature may have been influenced probably when they're making this set was probably when tiny leaders sure. was the thing that people were talking about. Sure. So I wonder if they were thinking about that at all and they made a yeah that's a good point small that's CMC good point. as they planned so far in advance that mm -hmm. no one could have foreseen tiny leaders yeah. de but, demise. You know, two years from now they're going to come out with some cards that are going to be really good in Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I think they'll. I think they'll just eventually do their own do their own format with probably. a Frontier version. Um, so our next card is a green mana dork, so that sounds like you Oh, this is mine, yeah. So this is green one for a 3-4, but wait. There's when it more. enters the battlefield, you put three minus one minus one counters on target creature you control. You can tap it to remove a minus one minus one counter and add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Katie, I have a question. Yes. Can you read the type line for me? It is a human druid. What was the, that first type? Human? Human. Oh, human. So like... Thalia's Lieutenant would cancel uh, counters here. Yeah, but I yeah. don't know if you yeah. want that because yeah. you're and presumably... It's a three, four. <laughs> Humans is back, baby. Let's go. Well, yeah, I mean, then it doesn't tap for mana anymore. No, it? no, it doesn't. It's just a, like a right. mini goif. Um, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm being a little bit facetious, but what do you think of this card, Katie? It's so weird. It's really weird because I'm like, two for three, four is a pretty good rate. But it's not really. It's a not really. A... Well, I mean, if you put the Sometimes one one counters on something that you could get down turn one, yeah. then sure it is. Or if you have a. If you put the one one counters on the scarab token. Yeah. Right. You if got. you just want mm -hmm. to throw them mm -hmm. away and get a then big you creature. have a three four and you get three new scarab tokens. I wonder uh, seriously whether this is another example of Thraven Inspector just being like the best card because you can go mm -hmm. turn one Thraven Inspector. Turn two, you get a three four Kill Inspector dies, inspect but it's fine because you got a clue off of it. Yeah. Um, and like. That card is already so mm -hmm. good that this seems like a great de uh, depository yep. of your counters. Yeah. I am very curious how often people are going to put the counters on itself and get the zero one, which is so, like, <clears throat> delicate, you know, to the yeah. minus one minus <clears throat> one counters that we have running around. Because the, you know, you're not going to be able to tap for mana until the next turn, and then it'll be a one-two. And it'll grow, but it's, it's kind of slow to grow. And, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. This is, like, okay ramp on a really weak creature initially, or it could be a big creature at a good rate, but you have to have something else to kill. This seems like a very draw-dependent card. Like, if you yeah. put it out on turn two and you put the counters on it, that's fine. It's making you mana for three turns. Right. It's a very bad top deck. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're either playing it and killing one of your other creatures, or you're playing a zero-one. Right, and you don't need and, the mana you know, at that slowly, point. slowly, you know thinking that there's no mana burn anymore and you know <laughs> tapping for mana in your opponent's end step to try to get your guy back up to normal size right yeah and if we're comparing this to similar cards in the same slot groom flare in the right shell is going to be a four four very quickly sylvan advocate mm -hmm. becomes mm -hmm. a four five in the late game so this doesn't actually beat any of those mm -hmm. um yeah. but it doesn't even it beat elephant elephant can be a three four on turn two uh sure sure if you have yeah. the attune into elephant draw mm -hmm. true um, the point about this is that it, when it enters the battlefield, it's a trigger. This doesn't enter with counters, because it doesn't yeah. have to be on it. So you can have it enter the battlefield, say, trigger, target my whatever random crappy creature, and then sacrifice that creature Definitely. for right, some reason. Right, and get some benefit. Sure. Um, you can also like, have it enter the battlefield, target itself, but then crew a vehicle Definitely. before the counters are on it. Same oh, trick like with that. Greenbelt Rampager. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I, I think that if you have enough of these, like being able to go uh, turn one, Thraven Inspector, or I think cards similar to Thraven Inspector, like the, uh, we're going to get to, like the cat, um, the one mana 1-1 one, one that gains mm -hmm. you a life and then comes back later uh, embalmed. Uh, um, lifelink. Yep, with yeah. lifelink. Uh, gives you the ability yeah. to 
um, have a very aggressive draw. If you're running four of these and four of the mm -hmm. other card we're going to get to, which is a four-four, um, then like you could have a really strong draw, a very you know good green deck, green aggressive green deck. Yeah, I, I think it's very important that this is flexible and you don't have to put the counters on this creature. Yeah, you so. do have to put all three on the same creature though. Yeah, you can't is, split yeah. them up, which I was originally trying to do, and then yeah, I saw. Yeah, would be cool. There's and the same. there's another card I think we'll get to later that has a similar ability. So I wonder if this is like just a vertical cycle in green mm. of a common and uncommon and a rare, or if this is going to be on a bunch of green cards. Sure. Yeah. Um, and the other card you're talking about is the Exemplar of Strength, which is. It's green one for a human warrior. Human. Mm -hmm. human. A 4-4 four, four human four, 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 four. warrior. Fits in uh, your Abzan warriors. That's right. Um, Abzan <laughs> warrior. I can play cheap of the edge, cheap yeah. of the scale. How do you lose? Modern. Modern playable. Uh, when Exemplar of Strength enters the battlefield, put three minus one minus one counters on target creature you control. Whenever Exemplar of Strength attacks, remove a minus one minus one counter from it. If you do, you gain one life. So. And it is base stats of 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. So I think this is very, very similar to the card that we mm -hmm. just talked about. Yeah, yeah and, and they kind of work well together, too. They do. So, like, if you've already played your Exemplar of Strength and gotten all of his counters off him, you can play your Manador, put three more minus one, minus one counters on Exemplar of Strength, and then attack and gain life a few more times. Yeah. yeah. Or you can put his counters on your Manador so it can make more mana. Definitely. I think this is a really interesting direction to take minus one, minus one counters, where they're actually a positive resource <laughs> that you mm -hmm. might want, as yeah. opposed to a downside thing that you use on your it opponent. Definitely. Yeah, and the um, the development article today, or whichever article I say talking about putting the set together, is that so Amon Cat is mostly top down Egyptian, and Hour of Devastation is getting more top down Bolas. Right, and I'm I'm super excited for Bolas. <laughs> Me too. I'm looking forward to Hour of Devastation. That's the set I want to see. Oh, but, oh, I had a joke about this. Amon Cat is the big block because it takes a really long time to set up a world, but it only takes an hour to destroy it. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. That's Go good. on. Okay. <laughs> uh, but but so one of the troubles they had designing it was designing like Bolas stuff. Okay. Well, Grixis colors. Mm -hmm. You know, blue, red, oh, black. Easy. easy. Yeah. White is like the sort of religious aspect of it of like making everyone work together to worship yeah. Bolas. Sure. Fine. Oh, I hope green isn't neglected. But, but <laughs> like they were having trouble figuring out what to do with green, and so green good. is going in this direction of like survival of the fittest mm, so that's, that's like green. yeah you know come in with minus one minus one counters and be hurt but recover from it yeah mm. i mean the guy in this art is literally like pulling an arrow yeah. out he's like i'm still gonna attack you green's been too good for too long katie we need to take it down a peg tireless tracker what is that card doing in green the card's insane so course room crew fix it is a blue card oh. yeah. yeah and then dust watch recruiter cards. all these cards are blue card. so good tarmogoyf is a blue card <laughs> <laughs> they're green you guys they're green um Not i do fair. really like that this takes off the counter when you attack so it's essentially a 2-2 two -two the first time it attacks yeah which is a bear yeah it's right. a 2-2 two -two for two yes yeah as long as you're it not also gained you a life randomly yeah. i like yeah. it Ran yeah kind of random but you know um so next card is uh decision paralysis brian what's this one do so it's an instant for three and a blue tap up to two target creatures they don't untap during their controller's next untap step and there's some flavor text from Kefnet, God of Knowledge. Kefnet. Which I, I guess is Bird God. God. Yeah. The, the cautious. What is it? Patient? Cautious? Uh, yeah. I forget what it is. Careful. 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 Careful Kefnet, God of Knowledge. It might... Bird. Yeah. Tweet. Yeah. Tweet. Tweet. No, it's, it's, a, it's an <laughs> ominous tweet. Like, tweet. Uh, I bet Kefnet has a Twitter. <laughs> Kefnet totally I mean, has a Twitter. He probably does by now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So what do you think of this card in Limited? Uh, it's buying time. Yeah. Which I like a lot I'm more when it through. has card draw attached to it. Yeah. it. It can also be getting through. It can also tap down two of your opponent's creatures to keep them from blocking. Like, the tap and don't untap is a lot better on defense, though, because it keeps yeah. them from hitting you for two turns. Yeah. I do wish it can't trip, though. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Even if it had cycling, it'd be better. Yeah, it, every card would be every better, card would be better, be better cycling. if you just added cycling at any mana a, cost to a card. It always makes the thing. card better. Is, I'm gonna be like this card. This would be better with cycling. Yeah, it's gonna be That's my like, oh, for this creature I do kind of like with... the art on this card, though. It's like this very, you know, MC Escher yeah. room with like mm -hmm. people walking, you know, upside down yeah. up stairways and things. This is pretty cool. Uh, I wish it was bigger. I wish it was a better card. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's like, I wish they put this on, like, you know, some weird, like, I don't know, blue propaganda effect, which Ooh. I know propaganda is not actually in blue anymore. Yeah. 
But that would be really, really fun. Or, or just some, like, you know, like, enchantment that keeps a creature tapped now. Claustrophobia. Sure. The uh, original design for right. Prism Array. Yeah. Um, like, just, I want this art on a card that, like, makes a creature get lost in a maze. Yeah. Uh, forever. Maybe uh, yeah. Maze of uh, Ith. Ith? <laughs> in standard. Maze of Ith. It's a card. Okay. Okay. It's popular in Commander. <laughs> Your favorite format. Yeah. It was also yes, Eternal my favorite Masters. format. It's a land that doesn't expert. tap for mana. Mm-hmm. Because that's it. a thing that lands used to do. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Well, <laughs> that's why they moved away from it. <laughs> yeah, modern um, magic design is for you. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Our next card is Essence Scatter. Uh, this is a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, though you know, a lot of a lot of people upset that it's not Remove Soul. A lot of a lot of fans of Remove Soul pretty disappointed every time this card comes back. So the the card actually though what it does is blue one instant counter target creature spell. Um, this is the kind of card that is. In my opinion, kind of just like should be a staple. Like I think yep. we should always have access to this effect. Um, it's not overpowered. It's reasonable. Um, it hits a lot of things, but it doesn't hit a lot of things. It doesn't hit Gideon. It doesn't hit Heart of Kieran. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does hit a, a lot of threats that you might care about in addition to the gods. So I'm very happy to have access to this in standard. I don't think it's going to make like all of a sudden control becomes uber playable. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It sh- it's a it's an important tool to have <laughs> I- in your tool belt. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I think this is, it's a really clean design. It's just the flip side of negate. Yes. And it's good for both of those cards, I think, to be in standard basically all the time. Agreed. And this is, it's definitely the sort of card that, you know, they would put in a core set. Yeah. And so we're seeing quite a few cards in this set. Yeah. That I feel like, you know, they realize like, okay, we don't have core sets anymore. We just got to put some Jam of that the stuff cards in there. there. We yeah. saw Gravedigger the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that looks like they are moving that direction, which I'm very happy about. Yeah, I well, think yeah. But they're, I mean, they're still good fits. choosing like, right appropriate yeah, 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 cards yeah. from the core set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so next up, we have the cycle of monuments. No birds of paradise. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have the cycle of monuments. Uh, then the monuments are named by the gods. So we have Ronas's, Hazarets, Bantus, Oketras, and Kefnets. Basically, what they all do is they lower the cost of uh, creatures in that color by mm-hmm. one. Um, and then they have an ability. So we're going to go through. I'm not going to read the full text number one, but I'm going to say the green one does whatever. Oh, and they all cost three. They all cost three. three. And they're legendary. They're all legendary artifacts, which is relevant because I would definitely play more than one of these if they were. (laughs) All your creatures Um, are free. Yeah, if you could have, like... Well, so it only reduces the cost by generic. Right. So you still have to pay a blue. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, yeah, if, if you could get, like, multiple cost reductions, multiple triggers, these could be pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the green one... Uh, whenever you cast a creature spell, they all trigger upon when you cast a creature spell. A uh, target creature you control gets plus two, plus two, and gains trample till end of turn. The red one uh, allows you to discard a card, then draw a card. The black one drains a life. Your opponent loses one, and you gain one. Noted. Each uh, opponent. It does say each opponent. Yeah, so yep. for two at a giant, that's pretty good. Uh, the white one makes a 1-1 one, one white warrior creature token with vigilance. And the blue one uh, makes target creature and opponent controls doesn't untap during its controls next and tap step. Note that it does not tap the creature down, so we will see once again the confusion yep. that we have with the battle for Zendikar land. <laughs> Skyline Cascade, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so what do you think of this cycle? I like this cycle a lot. Yeah, yeah. me too. I, I think, um, I kind of like them being legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for limited, even, because, like, that means you're more likely to get one. Yeah. Because people aren't going to want to pick their second one. Right. As much. <laughs> Right. It's an uncommon. It'd be really annoying right, if, like, someone had, you know, two or three in their deck. You know what would make these cards better is cycling. <laughs> <laughs> then Cy- you could pick more yeah. honestly cycling is a during was it, in future site there was a weird mechanic they put on only legendary creatures okay. called um grandeur which oh you discard yeah it for an effect yeah ah. so like giving and the rules about playing legendary creatures are different than than they are now sure. but still the second copy of a legendary creature is usually dead, dead in your hand right so a legendary creature with cycling would actually be really, really nice good. yeah absolutely yeah. and we haven't seen that yet but maybe we will i'd like to i'd like to yeah but anyway um, the monuments now, uh, rank the monuments, guys. So, Katie, go first. Rank oh, the monuments. Wait. What do you think? First, you think? I just wanted to give them all a flavor win because okay. it's really obvious, but in, you know, like, ancient Egyptian, like, they're all going to have monuments. All the gods are going to have, like, these big mm-hmm. one to them. So, very appropriate that they're legendary. And they all have, What like, would Katie's monument do? I don't know. It'd be green. One less to cost Katie creatures? Like, I don't even know what those are. <laughs> I think it'd be reduced green creatures, and what would be the ability that you Oh, get? I'm the green god. I, I would assume you're green. Green, <laughs> right, green green-white, pretty... green-black. I mean, I I'd know. do the same thing that the green god does. I'd give, like, Plus trample. Plus two, two trample? And... Yeah. Okay. That's what green I just, does. Yeah, but I think there's other Unless you want to give green card draw. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. We're done with this. So Katie, just rank the monuments. We're done with this game. 
I mean, I do think the green one's very good. I don't. I think they're. I think all... the rankings are different in limited versus in constructed. Definitely. Oh, I think that's yes. true too. Yeah, and, I do and... think some of these could see constructed play, depending mm-hmm. on what decks emerge. So I want to point out two things. First, they cost three, so you can get them the trophy mage. Yes. Oh. Second, uh, Bantu's monument. Yes. There's a way with the metalwork colossus deck, and I forget exactly how this works, but there's a way that you can loop sacrificing Colossus to get back Colossus, casting it for free, yeah. and make some other artifact and sacrificing Colossus and get back for free. Ooh. So if you have Bantu's Monument out, you could just do that and drain your opponent away. Absolutely. This is also Bantu's Monument, I think, if we have an Aristocrats deck with Cutthroat, mm-hmm. is also really good yeah. in that deck. So I, yeah. I think Bantu's Monument, I would be really surprised if there wasn't uh, at least a decent standard deck that played it. Sure. Yeah, you do have to cast the creature, though, because then I was thinking about the Scarabs, but that wouldn't count. Yeah, so it's not an ETB. You have right. to cast it. Um, Ornithopter's in standard. Mm-hmm. It is. Great card. Right, you can put that in your Paradoxal Outcome deck. There you go, and then recast all your right. stuff and drain them out. I like it. I like it. I think the other one that could see standard play um, would be the green one, uh, if you have an appropriate Stompy deck. And, you know, it also helps to undo, in the early game, if you put the minus one, minus one counters on a 4-4, it helps to undo that effect a little bit. Yeah, I mean, um, Trample's super useful. Yeah, Trample's yeah. really good. And plus 2 plus 2 could be really sizable. I mean, the green creatures are already some of the most well-costed creatures. Yeah. The white one, if it made a human, would be fantastic. Oh, don't But it just makes a warrior. Me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not oh. super inspired by the white one. No, I'm not either. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, it, it seems fine. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, the fact that it makes a warrior, I don't know, you'd have to really be big on um, anthem effects or, mm-hmm. you know, pumping stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so I mean, we have seen a couple impressive. of those. We saw the, like, plus two, plus one for zombies, plus one, plus yeah. one for everything else. Oh, I mean, I like I like all of them in limited. Yeah, they're all yeah. nice. It, yeah. Like, Even the red one, like, I like mm-hmm. looting away Deadlands in the late game. That seems oh, like yeah. Good. I think, and you get benefits for discarding, so it's not mm-hmm. just looting, it's yeah. actually I think probably the worst thing things. about the red one, at least for uh, Constructed is that a lot of the good red creatures don't end up having a lot of generic mana in their costs. And they're Mm. so cheap already. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, I don't know, you might be able to do something with, like, uh, what's-his-face, Goblin Bushwhacker. Yeah, totally. Totally. It helps you. Or you might even actually Goblin Bushwhacker with the White Monument, because every time you cast a creature spell, you get a warrior. That's a good point. And Vigilance, so let's Mm -hmm. block the next turn as well. Uh, And I I like Capnets in Limited. I think that even in Limited, like, being able to just... Assuming you're playing roughly one creature every turn, turn and a half. Like, oh, that's like really good. Yeah, and yeah. it helps, it makes it, disincentivizes your opponent from attacking. So if they attack and you play a creature, then like, they can't block. It, it does have uh, negative synergy with your opponent exerting their creatures, because then they yes. just don't untap anyway. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, like, you thought you were going to get value? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not anymore. They're like, <laughs> I just nullify your Kefnet's monument. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hazaret's also, in Constructed at least, could work well with Madness and Delirium. Yeah, it is a, uh, a good point that you get not quite a free loot, mm-hmm. but like close, because, uh, or not loot, rummage, um, because uh, the cost is being reduced, so you're paying less mana for it, but you do have to actually cast the creature spell in order to get the discard. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. But it, it could be good in like, I don't know, Black Red Vampire's Madness? Sure. Because mm-hmm. it, you can like weirdly chain off madness vampires like yeah. a falcon wrath gorger you cast some other creature discard a card with madness yeah and cast it and then get to trigger again from absolutely that. and olivia uh, allows for those kinds of plays as well yeah. unless you just chain them together which is sweet and it's also the only monument that works kind of okay in multiples because you just loot away the second one yeah that's true that's, that's true, true. <laughs> like nahiri nice you know if, if you're playing you know four bantu's monuments you feel really bad <laughs> drawing the second <laughs> you would you would yeah. that would yeah. be pretty sad um but again you just get with trophy mage true so you play true. one you play four trophy mages i like that a, a lot better that's great so we're gonna move on from the monument cycle uh so next card up is scribe of the mindful uh this is blue two for a two two human cleric mm-hmm. uh you i really like humans guys uh, i've forced humans a lot and constructed <laughs> and um and how's that worked out for you well when company was in the format great once company left the format terribly so this card lets you pay one tap it and sacrifice it to return an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand what do you think uh you shrugged katie hey. you're not impressed come on <laughs> well hum- human is also just a super relevant creature type like anytime there's a human 
that card might end up being playable in Modern or Legacy, especially in, like, Cavern of Souls decks. Yeah. It has some specific use. Uh, this is not one of those cards. No. Unfortunately <laughs> not. It, like, it's a 2-2 two, two for 3. That's okay. Yeah. It has an ability that sometimes is useful. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine being super interested in this. Nope. One one thing to note is uh, if we get any, and I don't think we will for reasons that Min was talking about in terms of like you can't tell if they're tapped or not, mm-hmm. but if we get any split cards that have uh, a creature sorcery or creature instant, this card can return those to your hand as well. Yeah, I think the, the split cards are all instant sorcery. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, so this can work well with, I guess, uh, was it Dusk to Dawn? Mm-hmm. So you could return the Wrath to your hand and Wrath again, yeah. and then the backside of it will return this to your hand. Right, which Although is nice. Although it's exiled. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah, I think that, you know, this is a, a fine card. I think, like you said, it should be viewed mostly as a 2-2 uh, for 3 mana with minor upside. For mm-hmm. um, next card is... What? Onward to victory! This is a split card. So Onward is red 2 for an instant. Target creature gets plus X plus O until end of turn where X is its power. And victory has aftermath... Target creature... Sorry, I'm reading sideways. What's target creature... Oh, yeah. White 2. Target creature... And it's a sorcery? <laughs> all right, you read it. I'm just saying. You keep missing all the key pieces. It's white 2 for a sorcery with aftermath. Uh, target creature gains double strike till end of turn. What's your evaluation? Let's hear it. Gosh, so if you wanted to, like, double a creature's power and give it double strike, it's 6 total, which is totally doable and limited mm-hmm. and could really blow people out, but it's quite a lot... For constructed three to double creatures power instant speed. I I like that, but I always like. Sounds wish... like you might get pummeled by this card. Mm. Pummeler already constructed. has really good pump spells. I don't know if it needs this. The reason I don't like this card for the deck, first of all, it does cost three mana. Yeah, that is a lot. Um, plus X plus O is you know fine. Like it's a good effect, although on balance, a lot of times it's just worse than like larger than life. Yeah, because you really want the trample. Yeah, it's an instant, but you don't care that much about right. it being an instant, and you really do want the trample. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think trample is probably the most important. And then thing. the I don't know the bottom the right side of the card, whichever way you're looking at it, uh, <laughs> is white. And usually, I mean, pummeler decks don't play white. No, usually. Right. And you have ether hub, so you can tap for a white, I guess. But you know, double strike is great. But that's a sorcery, and it also still doesn't give a trample. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason what's um, unbridled grove? No, the fury, oh, the, the red card that gives yes. plus one, plus one, double yes, strike, yes, yes. gives oh, plus fury? one, plus one, what and double strike. Yeah. Uncaged fury? Uncaged yeah. fury. Yeah, uncaged yeah. fury. So and that gives instant as well. Right. And that gives plus one and double strike. Yeah. So you're right. getting, it's doing a base, like, decent boost. Right. right. So, so paying, for two versus this is yeah, for six. Yeah, three mana sorcery just to get the double strike? Not worth it. Yeah, yeah. and and you have to be playing white. So if you're playing white in Pummeler, you could play Built to Last. Sure. And give it Indestructible, and that's a nice pump spell too. So I don't know, maybe someone you know wants to try that. Uh, I'm not too excited about it. Yeah, it sounds like there's a yeah. lot better It doesn't make me it. want to pick up Pummeler deck again. Okay. Yeah. All right, so for Limited. I like it Limited. I think mm-hmm. that like in Limited, it's uh, the instant side is better. Um, and it lets you like surprise kill your opponent. Um, but I think there's going to be a decent number of times when like you top deck this, and like unlike when you are in a board stall and or you have like a flyer pecking away, and you top deck like plus two plus two, and you're like, eh, I don't care. This is a much better card to top deck, right? Where you pay six yeah. mana, and all of a sudden it's dealing like six or seven. So, or eight so if you have a two two, like fly, you have a wind drake, and your yeah. opponent doesn't have a flying blocker, you top deck this, it becomes a four two with double strikes. So you're doing yeah. eight instead of four. That's awesome. Or sorry, eight instead of two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you I think just kills um, them. it's very good. And Sometimes. even early, if you need to, like doubling the power can certainly make you trade in mm-hmm. places where your opponents don't expect you to. I would be most excited about this in a deck that had something with trample naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. And I think this and another card we'll see in a minute are a little bit interesting that they have split cards where the top half is an instant that's like a combat trick, and then the other half is a sorcery. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can't do the whole thing. You can't right. be like do this and flash it back. Right. You have Double to do it all trick. at sorcery speed. Right. You either have to do it right. all at sorcery speed or you have to do it as two separate things. True. True. Um, so that's uh, our, our split card trick. Uh, first of two. We'll be getting to the other one in a moment. Uh, our next card is Takrop Elite. White three for a 2-2 flying bird warrior. Uh, you may exert Takrop Elite as it attacks. When you do, creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn. I like it. I, I think, like, this is, you know, four mana for a 2-2 flying in limited is fine. 
Um, it's not a rate that I'm like super excited about, but depending uh, on the number of flyers, like mm. it's fine. And oftentimes flyers will just get there. Um, and the ability to like pump up your whole team is really nice. Yeah. When you exert it, it's a Drake Lord. It is a Drake Lord. <laughs> Guys, we finally got there. We got there. We got our first Drake Lord. I'm going to yeah. put this in humans. I like this car a lot. Human Lord too. I think yeah. it, uh, compare it to, what's it, Dawn Feather Eagle? Yeah. In, Which in is really good. Kalash. Yeah. So this is a mana less, and you can get that bonus multiple times. Absolutely. You know, and especially if you have some way to give a creature vigilance. Yeah. Then you can just do that every turn. Right. Um, I do think the downside of this card as compared to Dawnfeather Eagle is that uh, it doesn't do it the turn it comes down. Right. Uh, unless you can give it haste in some way. Yeah. Um, well, it's still giving you that bonus on turn five. Yeah, totally. Very, very so, good. Very good. Uh, so what's our next card? Splendid Agony. I, I get the removal spell? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is two and a black for an instant. Distribute two minus one minus one counters among one or two target creatures. Seems pretty good. It does. Uh, yeah, particularly I mean, when you're thinking about the minus one minus one counters possibility as a resource as well, mm -hmm. where you can kill a, an opponent's opposing scarab, uh, and then you can put your one on your mm -hmm. own guy and remove it for something useful. Yeah. This definitely seems like it's going to be a strong, you know, removal spell uh, compared to something like Cruel Finality in Aether Revolt, which also gives minus two, minus two. The counter is just so much better than so much minus, better. minus until end of turn. And the fact that you can split it up. Yeah. So you can basically, you know, get yourself a two for one out of this. Which would be excellent. And especially play, because it is an instant, you can play mm -hmm. it mid-combat. Right. And then just kill two other creatures. It feels so good. Right. Save your own creature, too, because it, toughness and the power. Yep. Um, next up, we have Consuming Fervor. And, and oh, sorry. mention, sorry, the uh, Scarab enchantment you like yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. You get two Scarabs. That's right. You get right. two Scarabs, guys. Uh, instant Speed Scarabs. Instant Speed Scarabs, which your opponent can then kill with Splendid Agony. <laughs> and you, you'd feel really really so good about that trade if you did that yeah that would be yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, next trade Consuming Fervor this is Red Enchantment Aura not a cartouche I do want to point yeah. out um, <laughs> it enchants a creature and enchanted creature gets plus three plus three and has at the beginning of your upkeep put a minus one minus one counter on this creature um, this is another card that I really like I think that in Constructed if, if and I mentioned this yesterday of seeing the pieces of a mono red aggro deck coming together um, that this is Totally doable. We currently have uh, two one-drops that have Menace. Mm -hmm. Being able to go turn one Menace creature, turn two, plus three, plus three. This is at worst, assuming they don't have a removal spell for it right away, or they're tapped out because they just played a threat, at worst, like a lightning bolt to your opponent. Um, and then it gets better, and it puts uh, counters on it, which you're still going to be able to be a pump for uh, two turns. Mm -hmm. And additionally, you can remove the counters if you need to, uh, if you want to use it as a resource in limited. Uh, yeah, so you, I like you it. can put it on your you know, green mana dork guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just let some tap for mana every turn. Yeah, they put it on your red 4-4 four four that puts the counter on, and then you attack and you remove the counter, and you gain a life. Mm -hmm. Feels yeah. great, and it's a 7-7 seven seven if you put the counters on something else originally. That yeah. seems so good. Yeah. So I, I do like the interaction where you can remove counters from your own creatures, and I, I think it's really important that you mention the red creatures with menace, because I saw this and was like, eh, like, I don't know how much it'll get through, and, like, your creature's just gonna die. Yeah, it but, does have the aura problem. Yeah, but I thought of, you know, like, the aura that I liked in an aggressive red deck was Madcap Skills, which yep. gave menace. Mm -hmm. So if you can get this on a small red creature with menace, you're, you're getting it a couple hits, and it's yeah. just really huge. Like, early game, they don't necessarily have the removal. I mean, I guess nowadays we have Fatal Push, which is pretty yeah. good, but... Um, but still. Yeah, I mean, make you get it one it. hit. Yeah. yeah, make them have it. And oftentimes, like, they're... It, you know, they're, if they are holding up a mana, they didn't play something turn two, they just spread your board out instead of casting this, right? Yeah. Play another threat and force them to yeah, push I mean, something else. Paying a red mana to do three damage to your opponent is and cost one, like, that's good. Yeah. That is, like, the bar yeah. for being good. Right. Well, that, and then that's above the, the bar. Yeah, right. it is above, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. It is above the bar. <laughs> and then you you're know, assuming that you can get yes. in hits in the next couple turns, so it's actually probably, hopefully, more than... Yeah, and uh, we, we sh so we should mention this is... Not a reprint exactly, but this is a current magic color pie color shifted version of the card Unstable Mutation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're the right. exact same thing, but it cost a blue. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they have decided that that's not really the thing that blue should have. But no. It makes a lot more sense in red. It does make, it does make a lot sense of sense in red. In red. <laughs> um, so next up, we have our other split card, uh, which is another combat trick at rare. Uh, prepared to fight. White one. Uh, instant is the prepared side. Uh, untapped target creature. It gains plus two plus two and has lifelink until end of turn. And the uh, other side is green three sorcery for fight. 
target creature control fights target creature or an opponent controls. Um, so I like the front side of this a lot. Um, first, I, I don't think this should, like, it, it's not great as a rare. I'm not excited to see this as a rare. Given that, uh, I think that the front side is very good. Untapping something means that, you know, this exert uh, synergy is there. Mm -hmm. um, plus two plus two and lifelink is nice. Uh, it's probably going to be able to be a, a decent combat trick that will trade with something. And also, again, you put you up on some life, which is nice. And it is pretty cheap, just white yeah, one. nice and cheap. Does the exert dragon... Yeah. One's actually the red right. one. The, not the yeah. That, yeah. that does the damage itself, right? That yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you have, I guess, a Naya deck in pre-release or something, you oh. attack with the dragon, you exert it, yep. you target trigger on the stack, response prepared. Yep. You give it life link, so now it's doing four damage and yep. you're gaining four life, and it's untapped again. Yep. I, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. You get those two rares in your pre-release pool. Keep that interaction yeah, no, mind. three three total colors. That sounds Absolutely. good. Uh, I would, yeah, and playing Naya Dragons, which we can splash in black for our Demon Dragon. Of course. Of course. Well, because the dragon's what? Five? Five. Rare yeah. three. Yeah, so you play it, you, you know, attack without exerting, and then the next turn, you attack, you prepare it, and post-combat <laughs> fight, and just, like, kill all of your opponent's stuff. And oh, it still has life lane. It still has life And the plus two plus two. Yeah. Okay, guys, we found it. This is the hidden combo. <laughs> this is how we're going to take down our Force Naya in pre-release. Force it. Yeah. Force it. And think, we'll have force if will. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. we're going to force it. We also discussed, this is sort of a lot, like, the fight, we had, um, what was it, Hunt the Week, which is also green three for... Plus plus one counter and uh, fight. Right, so it's it's a little bit better than this fight from the graveyard, and if you want to pump your creature and have the fight, it's six, which is quite expensive. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's great that it has the aftermath, and I think that will definitely be useful. I don't know how often you're going to yeah. do it I, together. A lot of aftermath cards, you can kind of just think of the front side. Yep. Right. And if that's something that you're happy to have in your deck, then play, then it, play it, and the other side is a bonus. Right. It's a little weirder when they're different colors. Yeah. Yeah. Because it sort of encourages you. Yeah. You're like, well, I want the yeah. option of and, that. And I, it definitely, if you're only thinking of the top side, then this feels really bad as a mm -hmm. rare. Yeah. It's terrible <laughs> yeah. as a rare. Um, I think we'll see. And hopefully we get some some decent fixing, but I think you'll see a, a lot of people playing the front side card and then maybe doing a light splash for the aftermath mm -hmm. side uh, right. if, it's, if it's castable. Um, so our last, oh, second to last card of the day. Yeah, I, I don't think cat. this is going to be a heavy multicolor format. No. No, it doesn't look like it so far. So it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of fixing. Yeah. Um, so uh, our second to last card is Lay Bear the Heart. Black one sorcery. Target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a non-legendary, non-land card from it. That player discards that card. So hmm. this is this is going to be a card that decks will play depending on the constructed format. Where, you know, sometimes you're going to want Transgress. Uh, if you want to hit Heart of Kirin, you're going to play this. If you want well, to hit Gideon, you're going to play Transgress. Not I mean, legendary. Yeah, sorry, not this. If you're going to want to hit Heart of Kirin, you're going to play Transgress the Mind. Which, which doesn't hit Heart of Kirin because it costs two. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, it's just no good. Heart of Kirin is a good card. So guys. they just get to play Heart of Kirin. They just to play it. So dumb. On turn two because your two mana discard spell is probably not happening before yeah, then anyway. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Um, so you can push it still and you can use the white four mana. Enchantment. Yay! <laughs> to get rid of their two cost heart. Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah. primary reason that card is good is just like, the flexibility, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, but yeah, this will be a card that sees play depending on what threats are in the format. There will be formats where you want to play this over Transgress, and there will, you know, if instead we want to exile stuff, then maybe we'll. Well, play also, Transgress. I mean, Transgress is going to rotate out. It is. And this card is going to stay in standard. It is. Yeah. So. I just want Duress back. <laughs> just want Duress. Yeah. I mean, this is interesting because you can take a creature. Mm hmm. Yeah. Right, non-legendary is a kind of weirder rider to have. Yeah, Mystic yeah. Gods. It, well, yeah, it makes me wonder if there's more of a legendary theme in this block than we've seen so far. We are seeing legends I mean, at Uncommon with the Shrine. The yeah, monuments. so the Shrines uh, are Uncommon Legends, which, which is, is not a not thing that's a, happened yeah. since Kamigawa. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, so, yeah, interesting yeah. thing to watch out for. It looks like yeah, we will get it's, more... It's, you know, it's at least a sideboard card and constructed. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious, though, this is the kind of effect that I usually avoid in Limited... Do you guys like discard in limited? Or I mean, this isn't discard; it's mm -hmm. take, right? It's a targeted. Yeah, it's a like targeted discard. Right. Mm -hmm. I think in sealed, sometimes it's okay if you know your opponent has like some ridiculous bomb. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they have like a bird god or something. You just, <laughs> you can't take it because it's legendary. Yeah. Oh right. Bad example. I I often don't play effects like this, um, just because. 
like on average you're not gonna hit something great mm-hmm. and yeah. you are spending mana and tempo to remove a threat that they did not have to pay mana or tempo yep. for uh and you're trading yeah. one for one so that, that's the danger with discard spells like mind rot is at least a two for one yeah so if you're playing grindy you know you might be able to hit someone's land but yeah the targeted discard spells in limited i would usually stay away from mm. agreed last card it's a cat uh meow sacred cat white for a one one lifelink and embalm for white then that, that's it yep that's this the cat. is well it, it's salem from sabrina's teenage witch yeah oh that's right yes i think this cat likes to hang out with temet vizier of no- noctamoon yeah might yeah. be his cat because then he's a tutu vigilant cat yeah mm-hmm. Well, you know, I still. I, well, it's a two-two lifelink can't be blocked cat. Oh, yeah. lifelink, not vigilance. I think this cat is deep. Curves perfectly. Turn it, one cat. Turn two. Temet. Yeah. You just gotta hit the island. You gotta hit that island. You know. Yeah. Um, well, and then you can't. I guess from turn one, turn two, his bonus doesn't do anything because he mm. only gives bonuses to tokens. Yeah. You really want to go turn uh, one. You this, gotta get the cat dead. Turn yeah. two, green. <laughs> put minus one minus counters on it. Kill it. Turn three. Play the god, uh, not the, the play the white blue guy, and then embalm this, and then turn four. Yeah, so you had green on turn two, but yeah. you also had white, white blue on yes, turn three. On turn three, you are running, um, you know, <laughs> dual lands that and, haven't been spoiled yet. Right. The- Warning: We don't encourage these mana bases. <laughs> <laughs> Do not try this at pre-releases or at home. Yeah. Yeah. I like it though. I like the cat. I mean, at home is fine. Okay, sure. Yeah, just not you know in public. <laughs> <laughs> try this only at home yeah so that you're not embarrassed in public there you go um i like this as a, a place to dump your minus one minus one counters oh that's true mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's what i mentioned earlier too is like it's a not quite a thraben inspector because like the card it's getting is enters. uh just a one one lifelink again yeah. but like it's a token it has embalm it's lifelink it's sometimes like, you crack your clue for thraben inspector and you draw a thraben inspector. that's true yeah yeah so <laughs> if you want to guarantee that your thraben inspector cycles into a thraben inspector play sacred cat yeah no no this is great too because you get the one life so turn one play sacred cat turn mm-hmm. two swing with it gain a life Oh, I'm just assuming they're not. They don't have any creatures because then you no, yeah, that's, counters that's a safe on assumption. it. It dies. Yeah, and limited. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. and then it comes back. Yeah, I, I, it's obviously like, it's not. <laughs> this great. also goes into the standard deck with uh, Sir Leopard, the cat snake. <gasps> Circle part. Yeah, and cat metallic tribal. mimic on cat. Cat so. tribal. It's gonna be a thing, guys. Cat tribal. Yeah, yeah. Circle part. It's gonna be getting a two-two. good. Felidar guardian. Good. You can blink this because why you would can. you blink no blink your thing that well, no, puts so, minus okay so you play sacred cat turn one turn two you play mimic on cat yes turn three you play serpopod <laughs> turn four felidar guardian now felidar has a, guardian yeah the cat gives it counters blink it so it now it comes back with a counter i love it oh guys we solved cat tribal and standard <laughs> it's Next gonna be a thing. the unbeatable curve unbeatable yeah so I think that's it. Um, any any final thoughts about uh, the set, how the set's shaping up based on two days of spoilers now? I'm curious what the CMCs are on the other gods. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, so far they've matched the so Theros gods. Three, four. Mm-hmm. These yeah, are, so we've I got mean, three and four. Cheap. Usually the cycles in Magic, they try to do like two of one thing and three of another. Yeah. Um, instead of having like one stand out. But with well, the Theros gods... Uh, the monocolors, Thassa was the only one that cost three, right? right? So that was a little weird. Yeah. Um, and also the best, maybe not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if like they're split out, spread out between threes and fours, or if they're like all different, or if there's like you know a higher mana cost god or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. it'll. Def- I'm really looking forward to seeing what the other gods yeah. do. We're also waiting to see planeswalkers. Yeah, we haven't seen the That's Gideon. True. We haven't seen Liliana, and, and usually there's a third one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you guys want to theorize on what the conditions might be for the other gods to be creatures? Like, what do you think the white god cares about? Creature count or token count is my guess for white god. I hope not token count. That's very specific. I hope not too, but like, I I, I think it might happen. That's so specific. Uh, creature count would be fine. It might just be like if you have a token. Sure. Which you could also, you know, throw an inspector. Yeah, throw an inspector's the, um, the man. Oh, again. clue counts as a token. Clue is a token. It's a token. Non, it could be a non-creature. Yeah. I don't like that. I think yeah, it should be a know. creature. Guys, but sure, sure, sure. Yeah. If okay. you if you uh, put Tezzeret's touch on a clue, then you can use Temet <laughs> to give it plus one plus one and unblockable. Yeah. <laughs> Most Boom. powerful clue that ever. Boom. Ever Synergy, guys. Mm-hmm. 
so that that's it for today. Uh, we have three more days this week of spoilers, uh, and we're going to be bringing team bringing them to you uh, straight from our mouths into your listening eyeballs. <laughs> that's what I was gonna. I was gonna say something like that, and then you took it away from me. I cover it. I got your back. Oh well. Yeah, it should be fun to see the other gods um, and uh, planeswalkers and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Uh, we look forward to having you back as a guest in the future, and uh, I, I think that wraps it up nicely. So, as always, uh, thank you to uh, New England Comics. Check them out at their Facebook page uh, at NEC Coolidge and Flipside Gaming at flipsidegaming.com. Uh, with that, I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. I'm Brian. And, and this, this is, is spoiler, spoiler season. season.